Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. A very good afternoon to you. Quarter past 12 on Voice of the Cape. Really an honor for me to be in studio with you today. Shukran so much for tuning in to the Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM studio. And of course, this time of the afternoon, it is where we nurture your wellness. And of course, we welcome in studio Dr. Leila Sadin, who is the founder of Renaissance Health in Pinelands. And she is with us today to talk about the very important subject of diabetes. You can SMS us. 47913 and we'll take your SMSs then inshallah and hopefully answer any of your questions you may have. Dr. Leila, assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, Ishka. <laughs> Thank you for having welcome, me. Welcome, welcome. Uh, very hot outside considering yes. this weekend also. I'm surprised you don't have a bigger tan than what you do. Uh, uh, no, I was on the beach a whole day yesterday. Oh, so okay. This is the best I can do. <laughs> <laughs> now I've gone completely browner than, than what I have Lots been. Lots of vitamin D. Yes, and I hope inshallah that our listeners also enjoyed the beautiful weekend but also I, I have to mention this because it's very near and dear to my heart the fact that we are still missing water yes. I take that from my own experience too where the tap you know runs oh. and um, you, you're trying waiting for that hot water to come mm. so just please be cognizant that we capture the water in some kind of a bowl or a jug or something and see how can you make it work for you because imagine again I'm going to go back and that's what I think about every day imagine you are so thirsty and you're opening that tap and there's absolutely no water coming out and think about also baby bottles how are we going to make that mm-hmm. um, so those were the thoughts going through my mind and I hope inshallah that we are a little bit more uh, aware of how we use our water just sure. my passion for today Dr. Lela yeah, no, so good good point diabetes yeah so diabetes. this is this is going to be a crazy subject I know yeah. and everyone's going to call in but let's start off with finding good. out you you hear the word diabetes but the or you can have pre-diabetes, you can have type 1, you can have type 2. Yes. So what is diabetes and what does it do in the body? Okay, so w- what I want people to understand is how it works inside the body. Um, in our body, you have your blood and in the blood there's sugar. Mm. Okay, so you eat whatever, kusista, and there's sugar in your blood. Now that sugar must get out of the blood, out of the vessels of the blood, so out of your arteries. Okay. And it must travel through and get into your cell. So let's say your brain cells, for example, mm-hmm. or your heart cells or whatever, so that it can do its function because okay. we need sugar inside the cell. But sugar can't just magically go from the blood into the cell. It needs a transporter. Mm. And that transporter is called insulin. Insulin takes the sugar and puts it safely into the cell where it needs to work. Okay. But the problem with diabetes is that insulin cannot connect to the cell. So we get what we call insulin resistance. Right. Mm-hmm. The insulin cannot get to the cell because the cell is resistant to the insulin. Okay. And so the body says, oh, it's, I can't get the insulin in here. I better make more insulin. Uh-huh. And so it makes more insulin so that there's enough for the sugar to get in. So for a long time before we can actually test the sugar, there's already something called insulin resistance happening. Mm. And the difference between pre-diabetes and diabetes is while your sugar is still normal, so when you go to the chemist and you have your sugar prick and it says, oh, alhamdulillah, it's still six, you're fine. Mm. You can still have years and years of insulin resistance happening. 
And the difference, the problem with that is that insulin itself is toxic to the body and can cause a lot of problems. That is very interesting. So, of course, now when we talk about sugar, and here you were using sugar quite a bit, we're not yeah. talking about the sugar that you sugar your cosisters with. Yeah. By the way, this is a cosister discussion today. Always a cosister discussion. <laughs> Just coming out of a Sunday, you know, and all that. Always a <laughs> the cosister. staple on a Sunday um, Cape Malay diet. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's, it is that sugar, but it's also many other kinds of carbohydrates. Okay, so, so we, it's not just sugar, sugar. <clears throat> no. No, and it's not also only the sugar that you add. So everybody thinks okay. about the sugar they put in their tea, you know. Mm, oh, but mm. I don't take sugar in my tea. But they eat so many sweet things. Or we like eat a so chocolate. Many, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, refined carbs, you know, when we eat even cereals, okay. even flour, you know, when you're making something with flour, you think it's savory, mm. but actually it works like a carb in your body. So it becomes a sugar inside your body. So basically we're going back to biology back then in the day, primary school, high school level, yeah. where if you break down carbohydrates, it breaks down into Glucose. Glucose. Exactly. Well, or, or some kind of a sugar. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. So that is what you've got to be careful for. That's what you have to be careful for. Exactly. It's refined sugars. Mm, no sisters. <laughs> Not in any shape or form. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the sugar now causes the havoc with our system. Yes. And you're saying that we end up being insulin resistant. Yes. So explain that now to us. How okay. do we really check if we will be getting diabetes and oh. when do you you do this okay so first thing I want to say is how serious diabetes is okay, okay so if you are a diabetic um, it's been proven that you will die earlier than somebody who isn't okay um, about a third and probably more of diabetics have heart disease so they get heart attacks or they have high blood or whatever um, you're also six times more likely to have a stroke die of a stroke Wow. It causes hypertension, it causes kidney failure, so those people who are on dialysis and so on, Mm. it can come from diabetes. It causes nerve damage, and we all know about the people who have amputation of their legs and gangrene of their toes, Mm. that's a diabetic issue. And then, of course, it increases the chance of infection. So when you get an infection, it's much harder to get rid of it because you're diabetic. Mm. So just so that we understand, when you're diabetic, it's not just, you know, I'm going to have to take insulin uh, injections. That's the least of your problems. It actually will kill you very quickly. So, uh, yes, it's an important thing. Your next question, Mishka? Yeah, when when do you actually start worrying about this? Because we tend to do it when we're 60 and we get told we've got diabetes. Yes. So the things that we test for, so normally if you go to a GP, your average GP will do a finger prick test Mm. and they will check the sugar in your blood. Mm. If you're doing that without fasting, it's a pointless test. Because if you just ate something and then you go have your sugar tested, of course your sugar in your blood is high. Mm. So it isn't going to help anybody. Um, If you do a fasting sugar, that means you didn't eat for 10 hours and then you do the sugar. Okay. That's a more useful test. But again, it will only check for full-on diabetes. Mm. If you want to find what that patient's actual insulin resistance level is, we do a fasting insulin level where we test their insulin. Okay. And that you take a blood test and you send it away. And Wallahi, please just... Go and ask your doctor, whoever your doctor is, the next time you're having a medical, just say to him, Doc, instead of a sugar, send away my insulin. He'll probably look at you a bit funny if he hasn't done it before, but he must do it because you've requested it. But why do doctors not do that? Because it wasn't taught at med school. Okay. Yeah, medical school really says, you know, check the sugar, that's enough. We're looking for diabetes. Mm, We're not mm. looking for 
pre-diabetes? Because, of course, on the holistic part of things and the integrative wellness part of things, yeah. you're looking at preventing exactly. things before it actually happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So that's what, we, what we're saying. We really want to catch it before it's too late. Mm. So insulin resistance is easier, much easier to treat than full-on diabetes is. All right. So any questions? 47913. We're discussing diabetes today and if we've got time, we'll move on to detox as well because I think it goes hand in hand too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll be back after this. So stay tuned to VOC 91.3 FM. My radio station. Your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. On Voice of the Cape, and this is the time where I have so much fun in studio. I'd love to hear from you. 47913. Give us your feedback. Do you enjoy these type of programs, or, uh, or do you have any questions for Dr. Leila Sadin? We really want to hear from you. Now, uh, the reason we're doing diabetes today is to prevent diabetes from happening, and how you can also prevent it with your children as well. I think that's so important, mm-hmm. giving them healthy eating habits from the start. Mm-hmm. Now, you may think diabetes, ah, man, that's a boring subject. I'm not 40 years old or 50 years old and I don't have any problems with diabetes Mm. but the topic today is so important to prevent that from happening in the future and hence that's why we're doing it with Dr. Leila Sedin an integrative wellness practitioner and also the founder of Renaissance Health in Pinelands so Dr. Leila what does a high insulin um, what does it mean or what does it do in the body okay so even before you have diabetes the high insulin is also damaging your body okay an increased insulin level means that you will put on more weight. The body will hold more fat. It will even make more fat. Okay. It will also increase your cholesterol level. <clears throat> high insulin actually causes high triglycerides, which is a very bad cholesterol. So obviously that makes heart attacks mm. and all those other things. It can increase the risk of cancer because it makes the cells um, multiply. And okay. that's what cancer is. Yes, yes. Yeah. So you can get colon cancer, for example, from high insulin. And that's before you even got diabetes. It sure. can cause these things. It can cause osteoporosis, so brittle bones. Yeah, we know that it stops the calcium from being able to get into the bones. And then it causes inflammation in the body. So it makes pain worse. It can cause um, heart attacks. It can cause more cancer issues. Everything that has to do with inflammation in the body, swelling. Okay. Yeah. It makes that worse. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot of those, if, if I have to do a tick list of myself for that matter, sure. I tick off quite a bit of them as yeah. well. So um, what should we not eat okay. in this case? Okay. So, Mishka, can I say your medical? Yes. Mishka yes. does have insulin resistance. Yes. And that's why Dr. Leila was there to tell me. Yeah. Mm. We, we tested that for her. She mm. had had many diabetic tests before, which mm. didn't come out. Yes, because my sugar levels were always like 5 or 5.5 five, exactly. 5. 5 or something. Exactly. So I'm like, Yay, I don't have diabetes. Absolutely, for years, right? And we could have gone on doing that for many more years. But she had insulin resistance mm. and therefore had all the symptoms of insulin, or a lot of the symptoms of insulin resistance. Correct. So, um, yeah, so the diet is very important, obviously, because that's one of the biggest causes of the problem in the first place. Right. Even if you have a genetic problem, even if you know your mommy, your daddy, your uncle, your aunt, everybody had sugar, you can still control it by eating better. Okay. Yeah. So the things to eat, firstly, we need to increase the amount of omega-3 fatty acids in our diet. Omega-3 is basically salmon. 
Yeah, salmon and tuna, if you can have lots of that, that's great. If you cannot, every day, please take an omega-3 supplement. And we're not talking about the ones that's in the blickies, as they say, not the tinned ones. Yeah, no, it's fine. Tinned is fine. Is it okay? Tinned fish right. is absolutely fine. No mm. problem. Um, just make sure that you supplement if you can't eat it every day. Okay. But try and eat some every day. Vitamin E is a very good supplement for... Um, treating diabetes and insulin resistance Mm -hmm. obviously no sugar and no refined carbs yeah so junk food basically yeah um and then to eat a lot of good fat okay so animal fats um nuts is a very good fat things like coconut oil Mm. eat lots of that because that stops the body from making insulin um, and then if you have a problem with craving, and I know everybody's sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to stop eating this sweet thing that I love so much? Understand it is an addiction. Mm. It is the biggest mm. addiction in the world. It is more addictive than cocaine. Mm. If you have a problem with that, uh, glutamine powder, which you can buy um, anywhere at any health store, glutamine powder. Every time you list for sugar, you have glutamine powder instead, and it reduces the craving in the body. And then um, cinnamon, so high doses of cinnamon, so cinnamon extract also helps the body um, get rid of sugar. Okay. So I know you mentioned quite a few things there. Um, Omega-3 was the one. Um, When we talk about refined carbs, we're sitting with, a, uh, I think, a lot of people who don't necessarily understand what refined carbs is. Can you maybe just elaborate? Sure. So when we talk about things like white flour, white sugar, um, breads, cereals, because you get healthy carbs, mm. so like fruit and vegetables, those yes. are carbs. They haven't gone through a factory to get to you. Mm. Yeah, if you eat that, that's fantastic. Mm. It's the stuff that's gone through a factory to get to you that's a problem. Okay. Um, uh, corn syrup stuff is a disaster. I find, though, if I may, Dr. Leila, just mm. deviating slightly here, is that um, I've been doing some research myself because I can't after the elimination diet, which works perfectly well, though, by the way, in trying to sort out your insulin um, yes. uh, issue. Yes. But um, I found that with the paleo diet, yes. they use quite a bit of maple syrup and syrups instead of yes. um, your sugar. Yes. Is that okay to eat or not? Um, for diabetic, it's preferred not. not. Okay. The, the one thing I would say, if you cannot get rid of your sugar craving, xylitol is probably the safest thing to take as a diabetic. Okay. And xylitol, you can buy it, pick and pay. It's so easy to find. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. it's, it's quite a, a few stores. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just a bit more expensive, but you use less eventually mm. because and it's not so addictive. The coconut oil also seems to be quite useful. I have seen yeah. this word everywhere nowadays yes. Yes. where they're saying even if you can't um, use coconut oil in your food, then yeah. take a teaspoon. Take a teaspoon. And they do an amazing thing called pulling where you um, put a teaspoon in your mouth, you swirl it down in your mouth for a minute and you spit it out. And that, even that, is so healthy for the body. So coconut oil is amazing. Hmm. It really is great. Okay, so please, if you're getting, um, you know, paid now on the 25th, now it's a long time from now, mm. but when you get paid on the 25th, that coconut oil is a must-have in your trolley. First mm. thing, mm. please. Mm. So I'm Don't going save to... save your medical bowls, I promise. <laughs> so salmon tuna, <coughs> no sugar or and refined carbs, that's a no-no. Good fat, lots of coconut oil. If you've got a craving, the glutamine powder and cinnamon extract, which you need to get. So...
Yeah. I hope you managed to write that down. Mm-hmm. 47913 is the SMS line. Please SMS any questions that you may have. Um, Dr. Leila, a question. Banting diet, does it help with insulin resistance and diabetes? Yes, it does. Um, okay. It really does. It's one of the things that we know it really does help with because you are getting rid of all kinds of carbs in that diet. It's extreme, but it works. Mm. And because you're also eating so many fats, it's very good. The only thing I would say is be careful if you also have high cholesterol. Um, that you're eating healthy fat because Banting Diet says just eat lots of fat. You know, yes. whatever kind of fat it like is. Like your cream and your... Mm. Your cream and your animal uh, fats and yes. your bultongs and whatever. Um, with functional medicine, we say, yes, all good and well, but don't eat bad fats. So be careful of things like, obviously, sunflower oil, canola oil is bad for you. Um, we don't like it to have dairy in general. And um, if the animal ate... Uh, grain. So if the animal ate cereals and whatever, in other words, if it wasn't free range, okay. it makes bad fat. Mm-hmm. But if the animal lived on grass and it was free range, it makes an amazing fat. Mm. So if you're eating lots of animal fat, just think what was that animal eating first. Okay, so yeah. that's that's good um, to, to discuss. And mm. then also we, we discussed what shouldn't we eat. Mm. So I don't know if there's any extras that we that we maybe left out. Yeah, I think um, the dairy thing, that's a big one. Uh, if you have less dairy, you will definitely improve your body's ability to respond to insulin. So diabetics should stay away from dairy and have instead the nut milks mm. on almond milk, whatever. And yeah. remember unsweetened, hey? Try and eat, um, d- t- stay away from the sunflower uh, canola oils, mm. peanut oils, they're not good for you. Um, and then things that you know were, were deep fried in bad oils. Mm. So deep fried anything is generally mm. bad. Um, if you're going to do it yourself, rather bake it or rather lightly fry it in olive oil or something. Yeah? Okay. Um, and fruit juices. Oh, my goodness. That's a big one. People think, oh, no, I don't drink Coke anymore. Now I drink juice. If it came in a bottle, it doesn't matter where it came from. It's a processed juice. It's loaded with sugar. Okay. Stay away from that. I've I've bought me a juicer recently, oh, and oh. that's the first thing I have in the morning. Oh, uh, I've tried a beetroot and carrot oh. um, in the morning. It took a while to go down. Wow, <laughs> because quite. you're not used to it. That's amazing. But um, it really is very refreshing. It really and is. In this heat, apple and mint is the best for me mm, at this divine. moment. A juicer is another investment that I think will save you a lot on medical bills if you think about it at the mm. end of the day. So just talking about eating again, I'm going to say that I've been doing. The elimination diet. I have cheated, I must admit, though. Um, but though at the end of the day, it does cause a big difference in how you feel, and it's not that lethargy anymore, mm-hmm. like used to come with when I was eating my carbs and the breads and those things. Yeah. Um, and just exactly. having the kids do that too, and having healthy lunch boxes for them gives them more energy mm-hmm. to the point where I'm thinking, when are you going to go sleep? It's cool tomorrow. Oh, no. <laughs> Look at that diet again. <laughs> yes. See what's missing there. Definitely. So, Dr. Lela sitting in studio with us and she's talking about diabetes today. Any questions to 47913 and we'll definitely ask her. Dr. Lela, tips. When do we eat? Okay, so the, okay, have breakfast. I have so many patients who come and see me who think it's a good thing, I don't know, that they don't have breakfast. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I avoid that, that meal. It's so important. It's your mm. fuel for the day. How are you going to get your fire going if you don't eat something? Okay. And then please don't eat cereals for breakfast. There is nothing in that. It's just sugar. There isn't a cereal in the world that isn't 
just sugar. Mm. So the best thing to have in the morning is a protein. And they recommend that as part of a scientific study. If you, as a diabetic, can have protein in the morning, by that I mean fish, chicken, meat, leftover supper. Mm. You know, you never think about that, but it's a fantastic breakfast. Okay. Uh, protein breakfast is very important. Then try and have something to eat every four hours. You don't have to sit and watch your clock, but don't wait for lunchtime. Okay. It's a very long time from breakfast. Mm. Every four hours and preferably snack with protein. So uh, it doesn't have to be high fat, but have nuts, for example, mm. or bultong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Those are good snacks, not chocolates okay. and chips, and uh, obviously, mm. yeah. Um, and of course, in between, you must have lots of fruit and vegetables. Hey, so wherever you can, either juicing thing or have a salad with your meal or whatever. Mm. Um, and then a big one, Mishka, is to finish eating three hours before you go to sleep. Mm. That's so important mm. for working moms, especially. Exactly. Mm. And we tend to feed our children, and then we have supper after, and then we get into bed with some chocolate or whatever. Mm. You must try and finish everything that you can, even snacks. Three hours before you're actually going to go and sleep at night. Okay. Otherwise, you're just making more fat and you're making more sugar in your body. Okay. And then please try to eat low GI foods. Mm. You know, when you see the low GI option, it's it's better. Okay, but not the bread necessarily. Look, I think elimination diet is a different story. If okay. you are still eating bread and you have to eat bread and you can't get off the bread and you can't afford gluten-free bread or whatever, then the low GI option is better. Okay. But um, things like um, starchy potatoes, for example, that's something that has really high GI, high glycemic um, thing. Potatoes, corn, and even root vegetables. Okay. Turnips and so on. Okay, sweet potato? Yeah. Sweet potato has a fantastic GI. Even though it's sweet, mm. it is a much healthier potato than a normal potato. Wonderful. So someone wanting to know, um, you know, the juice here, because it's a name, I won't be able to mention it on here, but 100% juice, yeah. is it fine? We see that all no. over, 100% and it's no. got that pulp in whatever they call it and, you no. know, it's healthy apparently. No. <laughs> no, because it, you know when you taste it, the difference between a freshly squeezed juice and a 100% juice is miles apart. Very much. It's totally different it can be a hundred percent juice but then it's also a hundred percent whatever else they added into the, the preservatives juice. and whatever and the sugar yeah think about it this way if they're saying it's juice and you can you, it's healthy so to speak and yeah i'm putting you know inverted commas yes. but yet it's standing on the shelf for three days yes. a week two weeks and not going off and not going off yeah now think about if you have to juice a um orange. an orange Mm. How long can you keep that? Mm -mm. Just keep that in mind when you end up buying Absolutely. these things. Um, and there are various other options of, of juicing, I believe, yes. as well. If you take the blender and a muslin cloth and you squeeze it, you don't yes. get as much juice as a juicer, no. but it does work. Or you just get a blender and smoothie, you know, make like smoothies. smoothies. So you can okay. still... You can Pulp the fruit in so many ways. It mm. doesn't have to be an uh, expensive juicer. Or Do cheap juicer, that's also fine. Yes, <laughs> you do get quite a few of them nowadays. Lots. So, Dr. Lela, next question, which we'll do after the ad break, it says, I am insulin resistant. I'm, su I'm supposed to take metformin. I was diagnosed but did not take the meds. I am on the fat side. Oh, <laughs> I'm all 51 years old, all of us are, yeah. and a female. So we'll answer that question when we come back. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.
12.39 on Voice of the Cape. Any SMSs to 47913? And I know many of you are thinking, what must I eat if you're telling me I can't eat my sisters and my bread, and etc.? I promise you, Dr. Google is the most amazing person ever when it looks when you come for looking for recipes. I have uh, told myself I, I've learned how to bake um, with the... the Flour that has gluten in and, and sugar and all of those things, I can learn how to bake without it as well. Oh, so right. find the recipes, go and and do your thing and yes. see if it works, see if it yes. doesn't work. Try another recipe. And can I just add, if anybody learns how to make a pastry gluten free, oh. phone me. I will be your biggest customer. I will make you richer than you can ever imagine. <laughs> gluten free pastry will be amazing. The the challenge is out. So please, uh, um, you you there is an opportunity to change. It's either that or do you want to sit with the diabetes and the symptoms that Dr. Leila explained. Try to change it now while you can. I think it becomes a bit easier. Yep. So coming back to that SMS received again, those is, that SMS number 47913. Dr. Leila says, I am insulin resistant. Am I supposed to take metformin? I was diagnosed but did not take the meds. I am on the fat side, 51 years old and a female. Um, so the, it's a difficult question because I, I never like to tell people they mustn't take medication because I don't know the whole story. Of course. But if a patient came to me and said, um, I've got this problem, I want to go on to metformin, mm. I would say, my love, there is so much that we can do before that point. So all the advice that I've given now, if you can change your diet, if you can change your lifestyle, then you do not need the meds. But if you know that that's not going to happen, if you know that uh, actually there's no way I'm ever going to be able to change our diet, I understand and that's fine and there are a percentage of people in the world that cannot do that, Okay, then you need the drugs. Even though you, it comes at a price. Mm. So you'll take the drugs, but it will mess up your liver. It will cause other problems. And then you'll have that to pay for forever after. At least you are controlling the sugar for now. Okay. So I hope that answers your question, inshallah. <coughs> so what else can help beat diabetes? Um, exercise. That's a big mm, one. I don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody gets a headache when I say that. A headache lasts like three months and they don't do any exercise with you. Uh, it doesn't have to be um, joining a running club and running mm. around the streets of Pinelands or whatever. Literally, you can um, spend 10 minutes three times a week and that's enough. Um, I teach my patients something called high-intensity exercises. Mm. Where Mishka, did I tell you about yes, this one? Yes, you told me. Well, I read it on, on okay. the one sheet here. You she didn't me. do it, but she read it. I so read it. <laughs> the first step there. Um, where you can, let's say, you can choose whatever you want to do. So you can either walk or run up and down the stairs, or you can jog around the block, or you can skip, um, or you can do star jumps, you know, mm. or push-ups, or whatever fun mm. things, running on the spot, whatever. And you do that for 20 seconds. At, as fast as you can. And then for 10 seconds, you just walk around in a circle slowly, just resting and breathing. And then again, 20 seconds of a different exercise. Mm. And then 10 seconds of, of resting. And you do that for eight reps. It takes about 10 minutes. Mm. It's quick, it's easy, but it's hectic. And it really, really is proven to help with so many diseases, including okay. heart disease and diabetes. So exercise is very important. Of course, the weight loss aspect is also very important. Mm. And that hopefully will come together when you do the eating properly and you exercise. Um, and then 
stress is a big one. Stress causes insulin resistance, believe it or not. And we have talked about stress ad nauseum here. So if you don't know how to manage your stress, there is a way to do it. And contact Mishka, and she's the expert at it right now. So she'll help you with that. Um, control your stress, eh? And then lastly, there are lots of supplements that people can take. And often people have heard these things before, but they're not sure how much to take or okay. how many of them must you actually take. And right. is it safe for them? And that's the other thing. Some supplements are not right for everybody. Mm. So um, you really do need a doctor or somebody to help guide you as to what the best thing and is. There's so many. Sure. There's so many. And if you go and there's a homeopathic one and there's a natural medicine one and there's a tub one and like, yeah. where do you start? So in general, um, I'll say a multivitamin is fundamental. Um, vitamin B, very important. Calcium, magnesium, vitamin D, those are all for your bones. With diabetics, we worry about the bones. So calcium, magnesium, and vitamin D. Um, the fish oil, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, evening primrose oil is amazing. And then, like I said, cinnamon. But not sprinkling cinnamon on your food because that's like really very little. You need a actual tablet or ground-up cinnamon, whatever that's in big doses. We say about... 500 milligrams, even more than that, a thousand milligrams a day. Um, and fiber, fiber is very important mm. as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Leila, uh, um, a male a topic just came through on the SMS line. Yeah. As a diabetic, they are unable to perform in bed. So, what can they use? That is very common because diabetes destroys the nerves. So, the nerves to anywhere. Anywhere. Mm. Absolutely. The mm. nerves to your feet, the nerves to your eyes, your kidneys, um, and your Hence genitalia. The, the blindness and that yes. some people do find with diabetes. It's the leading cause of wow. blindness in the world is diabetes. Sure. So, absolutely. And, and it's all part of the same thing. Um, vitamin Bs are very important for getting the nerves working correctly again. And we have some herbs that help specifically for that problem, for erectile dysfunction. Okay. Or for loss of sensitivity sensation in that area um, but I would have to see the patient to decide what would be best for them but all the advice I've given you yeah if you control the diabetes you will reduce the amount of sugar that's busy damaging the nerves in the body mm. so absolutely it can be helped Okay, next question. And I actually saw a post about celery water this weekend on social media. Um, Can you please tell me the benefits of celery water? So just to, I don't know if it is the same referral, but the one that I saw, the post that I saw, take the celery leaves, boil it for for an hour or so, put it in the fridge, drink it the next morning, and it's supposed to help with weight reduction and some other stuff, Um, which I can't remember. Do you know that I don't know the answer to that question, but I will research it and I will come back and give you an answer. Um, specifically I don't know about celery itself in the diabetic context mm. um, but it, it may well be you know all our vegetables have got such miraculous uh, properties that yes. uh, we don't even know half of um, celery water I will research for you and I will come back and tell yeah. you and I'll see if I can find that post maybe just to help you f- you know yeah, see what it was all about absolutely. so next question on the SMS line 47913 please send them in before we end off the show the next question is a um, uh, I'm in a wheelchair how do I exercise um, in the wheelchair because I had an amputation due to being diabetic diabetic yes this is how mm. the cycle is such a disaster hey because everything that diabetes causes makes it that much harder to go back and fix it. So diabetes causes increased weight gain and it makes it that much harder to fix it. Diabetes causes 
uh, things like amputation makes it that much harder to exercise, which is why, again, it is so important to catch it when you are still insulin resistant okay. so we can reverse it. Um, I would say the best thing to do for a patient in a wheelchair is to get a, a biokinetocyst or um, a physio, someone who is trained to show you exercises that you can safely do. Okay. Because remember, as a diabetic, again, your bones are weaker. Mm. And so trying ticks and going thing, and you can damage that and you can get a fracture and it's so much harder to heal because you're diabetic. You have to be very careful. Okay. Even if you just see somebody once, you know, and let them give you some advice. Okay. Um, but it would be specifically for that person and what strength that person has. But mind you, you can scoot up and down in a wheelchair. We've seen people do wheelchair uh, Olympics. Yes, right? yes, yes. Using that arms as cardio. So we just need you to do cardio exercises. And if you can swim, that will be fantastic. That is wonderful. That's I, I've. Um, we actually had Voice of the Cape. Some of the ladies decided every Wednesday they were going to go swim. Wow. And they are just, you know, they they raving about the phenomenal benefits. That swimming causes. Um, so please, if you can, you know, and you have the ability to go to a pool or you have a pool, even better, um, yeah. and try and do that. Yeah. So uh, from the SMS number 5361, your SMS came out blank. If you could please resend um, and maybe just paste it into another format or something and please send them to 47913. Uh, Dr. Leila, any fruits that you should stay away from? I'm assuming if you're diabetic. Yes, of course. You you, you know, I, I never try to tell people to stay away from fruit because we're eating so much other terrible sugars that trying to avoid. People get so caught up with, oh, I can eat it, I can eat it, but then they're still cheating with all the worst mm. things. Um, but use your common sense. If it's a sweet, sugary fruit, like a peach, you know, mm. you know that that's a sweet fruit. Have less of it. Don't never ever have it. And you know, if you, it's there, have one. Just don't have them in excess. And more often have things like pears um, and uh, apples. Okay. Uh, bananas also can be very sweet. So mm. please be careful um, of the very sweet fruit. But really, those are for people who are, you know, they're in the Olympics already. For us, that's just starting. Just cut out the basic sugars and the cereals and the flowers. You'll come a long way. Mm. And uh, name of a very good cinnamon tablet uh, that can help with nerve damage um, as well as for a diabetic. Um, at our practice, we sell Medford's cinnamon tablet. Um, it's a company called Medford, but it, I think it's doctor-only prescribed. Okay. So we keep um, that one at the practice. Um, I think Solal makes a good uh, cinnamon tablet as well. Um, and then lots of other companies make products with cinnamon in it. Okay. Alrighty. So the next question that we've received, and remember send those SMSs to 47913. It says, I have a seven-year-old who was diagnosed last year in April. Is there a way for him to outgrow it naturally? And I'm assuming we're talking about diabetes here. I'm sure. We so, didn't even touch on, on children diabetes. Yeah. So, you know, if your seven-year-old is grossly overweight, it is very likely that he has the diabetes type 2, which is what we're discussing. But there's a chance that at seven years old, and it's much more likely that this is it, that he has type 1 diabetes, which is the body cannot actually make insulin. Mm. So that's a very different story. And you'll find those in people who are generally not overweight. Okay. Yeah. Um, it does depend. Whether and that's the injection. Sorry to, to interrupt you. Yes. So remember now they can't make insulin. So the little transporter that's supposed to take the sugar out of the blood and 
pull it into the cell is not there. It doesn't exist. And so the, they don't have the problems of high insulin. They mm. don't get the cancer. Um, mm. They okay. don't get cancers and they don't get fat. Um, they don't get high cholesterol. Um, but they will... Um, they will develop diabetes very quickly, and as diabetics, they'll have those problems. So, um, the the problem with diabetes type one is you have to get insulin, and so you must get the insulin injections in those people. Okay, um, is there any? F- okay, the the question about the fruits, um, we we answered that. So four seven nine one three, that's the number to use. We've got about five minutes left of the show, and when we come back, inshallah, um, nine and eleven year olds can. What kind of omegas can we give them? We'll be back after this. My radio station, your radio station. Our radio station, the voice of the Cape. It's 12.54 on Voice of the Cape. We've got a few minutes left of the show, so we'll try and answer as many of the questions that we can before we uh, end off. And Dr. Leila Sadin, who is an integrative wellness wellness uh, practitioner, is in studio with us and also the founder of uh, Renaissance Health in Pineland. So, Dr. Leila, questions. It says, um, in terms of a diabetic 60-year-old um, who sprained the ankle a week ago, it's very swollen and painful, what should I do? Shukran for the program. Okay, so again, remember your healing as a diabetic is much slower than an average person. And you also have more inflammation because there's more sugar in the body. So we need to control the sugar. So everything that you can do to make your sugar better in this time is very important. Mm. Um, That means following the dietary advice you've just given here. Also, cut out, even if it is only for the period that you are swollen, you do the elimination diet. Okay. So you cut out gluten, you cut out dairy, you cut out sugar, you cut out processed foods, basically. And we don't have to go hectically into the thing. But if you just cut out those basic things, your body will not make so much swelling in your system and your ankle will get better faster. Okay, so I hope, inshallah, that helps you. The question that we had before the ad break, which is the 9 and 11-year-old on um, omega tablets, what would be the best omega tablets for them? Okay, so I think the question was uh, omega 9, yeah. 3 and 6. 3 eh? and 6, yes. There we um, go. So just understand the different omegas again we discussed fat in one of our talks a few weeks ago but omega 3 is different from 6 is different from 9 is different from 10 and often in our diet we do get enough vitamin 6 and we do get more than enough vitamin I mean flip what am I saying omega th- omega 6 and omega 9 sorry they're talking to me out through the window so I'm <laughs> dear my God. so omega Six and omega nine. Omega nine is in olive oil and a lot of nuts. Omega six is in your meats and your eggs and a lot of nuts. Okay. Omega three is the one that's in salmon. Okay. And so that's the one we need to replace in the body. Because we're not eating it. Because we're not eating mm. it. And when it comes to giving it to children, again, our practice sells an amazing little chewable, tutti fruity flavored one. Nice. And we also sell a syrup. Okay. So you don't have to take it in a oil oil because I know kids hate that. And of course the capsules are very big for children. 
Sure, lots of questions that's come through. Let's see if we can finish them up. Is Ayurvedic tablets good? So Ayurvedic tablets. Yes, Ayurvedic tablets are wonderful. Um, again, in conjunction with everything else. Say you can't just rely on a tablet because then we're just going back to the old kind of medicine. Mm. It's about taking the tablet but also doing everything else in the lifestyle. Okay. Um, Himalaya makes very good Ayurvedic products and they have a tablet called Diabicon. And I give a lot of my patients that in conjunction with diet and exercise. Wonderful. Um, following healthy eating diet, but include hi- hi- Himalaya, a slim tablet to control appetite. Um, I'm not quite sure where the... Okay. So the SMS went. <laughs> Sorry. Maybe so, that's the only part of the SMS. So, yeah, using the uh, slimming tablet from Ayurveda is fantastic. You oh, know, okay. But again, don't expect that the tablet alone is going to fix your weight issue. I so take into cognizance the next SMS saying, on a lot of programs you're promoting healthy um, and happy eating, but on some programs you give these awfully unhealthy recipes. Then you rave about it. Time for change, VOC. <laughs> healthy recipes only, but I still love you. And I love you too. She got so much for the feedback. I was actually tackling our presenter and our um, um, our cooking cook baker dude lady um, <laughs> on a Thursday morning at 10 o'clock and I told them they need to start lo- looking at healthy, about being healthy. Yeah. yeah so I think it's also that whole thing about a lot of people not wanting to change um, yes. their style <clears throat> and you know, learn and something new your Cape Malay thing is all about our food and it's the same food we've been eating forever so it's almost like we're invading culture when yes. we talk about these things, you know, and which is not their intention. So let them have their recipes and there are those who are not ready for the space that you and I are in. Um, Auntie, you didn't give your name there. Um, so that's okay. Let them do that, but we know better. Yeah, and Google, Google, Google. Yeah. <laughs> those healthy recipes. Dr. Leila, your contact number because we do have to end, unfortunately. Um, it's 021-824-2170 and just a reminder that we are cash practice unfortunately we don't accept medical aid but you can claim it back from your medical aid once you've seen us wonderful so shikran so much the program on of this and all other programs that we've done including the elimination diet up on the iono podcast so please go and check it out under the channel general shikran dr Leila. last program next monday inshallah Amen. assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh